Okay, something I've opened up about a little bit, but honestly need to talk about more is how much PMS really affects me. It's definitely worsened over the last few years for me, and it can honestly take me down for a few days every month. That's why if you struggle with the same thing, I could not be more excited to tell you about today's sponsor, Jubilance, and they're offering my listeners $10 off with the promo code HAPPIEST. Jubilance is the leading evidence-based scientific approach to PMS relief. They're backed by scientific and clinical trials that are placebo-controlled and showed significant relief of PMS, anxiety, irritability, sadness, stress after just one month of daily jubilance. I feel all of that on such an intense level when I'm PMSing and their mission is to help menstruators live symptom-free because no one should have to suffer every month. Try jubilance for $10 off by visiting jubilance.com happiest or use the promo code happiest at checkout. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E.com slash happiest for $10 off. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Something that's so important to stay aware of in sobriety is how our social battery is doing. I really noticed in my early sobriety, I had basically no social battery and I needed a lot of time to recharge after being social. Even at this point in my sobriety, it can still be hard to set boundaries and to know when to say no and put my own needs first, especially at this time of year when the weather's getting warmer and social gatherings might be picking up. That's where therapy can be really helpful. Whether you struggle with setting boundaries, people pleasing, or you're trying to process all the emotions you're no longer numbing with alcohol, therapy gives you the tools and positive coping skills to work through it all. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. What I really love about BetterHelp is that it's entirely online. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire and you'll be matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime with no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com happiest today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash happiest. Hello and welcome to Happiest Sober Podcast. I'm Madeline. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that you've all been having an amazing week. I'm just sitting here with my coffee as per usual and I'm ready to chat with you all. Um, Today I want to talk about dealing with shame in our sobriety and this is something that I think every time I do a Q&A I get a question about this. I get lots of DMs about it Um, so I want to talk about this today and um, so that's the first thing I'll say that kind of kind of leads me right into my first point about this is that feeling shame and sobriety is such a common experience. I would say that it's something that every single one of us deals with when we quit drinking because obviously if we are making the decision to quit drinking then it's because alcohol is not working for us anymore and usually there are lots of reasons and lots of mistakes and things that we regret along the way. Um, I know I have more than I can count Um, and I think that even knowing that, even knowing that this is just like, I mean shame is just part of the human experience in general um, aside from just sobriety but especially especially in sobriety because um drinking inherently causes us to act out of character um and then and then feel lots of regret and shame about um about that in the aftermath and that that emotion is a big reason why I quit but I think what happens is that a lot of us end up when we're in our cycle of drinking we end up using alcohol to 
cope with our shame, which obviously just becomes a big vicious cycle. Um, But so just even knowing how normal and what a common experience um, it is to feel that shame, I think is even on its own really helpful because it's like Brene Brown says, shame can only survive in secret. Like shame can't survive being spoken. What does she say? Let me pull up the quote. I was just looking at it before. She says, shame needs three things to survive. Secrecy, silence, and judgment. So even, you know, knowing that other people um, are experiencing the same emotions as us, I think even that, because I think part of that shame is feeling like we're the only ones, like we're the, oh my God, I'm the worst person on the planet. I can't believe I did that. And knowing that like for every drunk regret I have, so many other people have the same one. I think that really helps with the shame. And another, actually another Brene Brown quote that I've found really helpful always is she says that there's a difference between guilt and shame. Guilt says, I did something bad. And shame says, I am bad. And that's the difference. So guilt isn't necessarily a bad emotion. I mean, obviously it's a bad emotion in that like it sucks to feel guilty it's not a fun emotion to experience but guilt is a really good indicator in terms of like our moral compass like it's a good indicator for us if we've done something and then feel guilt about it like okay well that's like that's telling me that I was acting out of alignment with sort of like my morals and with how I want to behave so that's obviously helpful um guilt is a necessary emotion uh in that way in terms of encouraging people to just like you know treat people well and and um and and to be kind people but shame is instead of I did something bad, shame is like condemning yourself, like I am bad because I did that thing. Um, And that's the emotion that we really, really want to um, let go of. And that's why I think it's so helpful just even like being in the sober community and seeing what a common, like how similar, as much as all of our journeys are different, they're so similar too. Um, And I feel like seeing that other people have gone through so many of the same things I feel like it kind of releases that burden of like I'm so bad for whatever I did when I was drunk Um, because seeing that other people's other people have done the same things or had similar experiences I think that really kind of takes that burden off Um, I heard I think I can't remember who said this I probably heard it from my mom Um, but she said and I think she was quoting someone else to me but someone said (laughs) that if everyone If everyone took all their problems and like threw them in the middle of a circle for everyone to see each other's problems, everyone would grab their own problems back. And I think that that is true of like our drunk regrets. Like I'm willing to bet I know all of us have so many embarrassing, shameful, whatever, like whatever the hell ever happened to any of us while we were drinking. Um, Whatever you did, there are people who did the same things, worse things. Um, And I think even that's helpful to remember that if you were to go, you know, share in a meeting, your worst drunk moment, it would be met with a lot of me too's or like I can one up you, you know. Um, And that's helpful to remember as well. So I want to share another quote 
because this is one of my favorite quotes I've read in a long time about all of this. This is a very quote heavy episode and it's a long time coming because I love a quote and I feel like I've not been on my quote game (laughs) for the last while. Um, Okay, this quote is from Emily Marushin. I hope I pronounced that right. She says, you did the best you could with the knowledge you had in that moment. It's easier to look back at an event and see a better choice or pathway because we already learned from our experience. Hindsight happens after the lesson, so we can't condemn ourselves for not knowing the lesson before we learned it. I want to reread that last sentence because I love it so, so much. Hindsight happens after the lesson, so we can't condemn ourselves for not knowing the lesson before we learned it. I think that is so beautifully perfectly said and I think it's a very very comforting quote and I think it's so damn true like we look back on something knowing better but the reason we know better is because we had the experience and that's how we learned from it so we're looking back on things that happened in our drinking days or even maybe like why didn't I get sober sooner feeling ashamed about that or feeling ashamed about something that happens but we're looking back on it with the hindsight that we gained from that experience and that's just so unfair to do to ourselves and I just believe so so strongly that like there are no mistakes there are no things that go wrong like I really believe that everything that happens is for our benefit and it's so that we can learn what we need to learn to get to where we need to go and you know maybe your worst most shameful drunk memory that you're beating yourself up for that you're struggling to get to forgive yourself for like maybe if that hadn't happened you wouldn't be where you are now and what a shame that would be because you know at least I know from my experience that sobriety is such a gift and if it took you know lots of shameful drunk moments for me to get here then you know what I'm freaking happy that they happened because I'm I'm glad I'm I am where I am now and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else I wouldn't want to be still trying to figure out drinking like maybe if things hadn't gone bad I would still be playing the crazy moderation game right now and that's just not at all where I would want to be because it's so much better from where I am now um so I find that perspective to be really really helpful at sort of like working on the self-forgiveness aspect of it because we're projecting everything we've learned now and everything we know now onto ourselves onto the version of ourselves that hadn't learned it yet and that's just not fair to do and the last thing I'll share on this is kind of like always my go-to response whenever I get questions about sort of like how to let go of shame for things that happened when you were drinking. Um, and I will say also that I really do think this is something that comes with time. So if you're in the very early days and you're really, really struggling with that shame, like just know that it's normal. Know that it does it does get so much easier with time. And really what's happening right now is that like you're just not used to feeling all of those feelings anymore because I'm willing to guess that you probably used to drink to numb those feelings of shame um, and to not feel them and so then I think it can be overwhelming in the beginning feeling all of those so to also know that like it's not going to feel that way forever it does get easier with time but the mindset that really really has helped me with this um, is just like really thinking from where I am in my sobriety thinking of my drinking self as a past version of me because I mean it is it's like the the entire way that I lived my life 
couldn't be more different um, when I was drinking. And so what I find a really helpful mindset, so if, if like let's say if a shameful, embarrassing drunk memory pops into my head, is to be able to look back on it and think to myself like, well, that was that, was that version of me. That was the, the drunk version of myself. And that's not who I am anymore. And um, I can also... The other thing that really helps is I can now look back on that version of myself with a lot of empathy because I know that I was really struggling. Um, So rather than like beat myself up about it, I can just like really feel empathetic for that version of myself, but really recognize that it was a different version of me. And then that line of thinking allows me to shift to feeling really, really proud of who I am now, like feeling so proud of this version of me because I could have just kept carrying on that way. And the fact that I didn't is like such an accomplishment, such a thing to celebrate, such a thing to feel proud of. And this really helps with like, because sometimes I used to think a lot about, and I really don't think about this a lot anymore, but I used to think a lot about the people who I only knew in my drinking days and the people who like I've like since fallen out of touch with who have now never like known me sober. Um, And it's almost like the only, like so if I thought of something like embarrassing for my drinking days, like one of those things that just pops into your head and makes you cringe so deeply. Like the only thing for me now that almost like compensates for it or like just makes me feel better is to be like, but yeah, look at me now. Look at what I'm doing now. Look how much I've changed. And what stronger way is there to make a statement that what I was doing is not okay with me than to get sober like I just love to think of it that way like there's no more powerful freaking way to be like yep nope I have more self-respect than that like that person that I was I am so not that that I changed my whole entire freaking life to be where I am now I like did this radical thing of quitting drinking because it is a radical thing to do in our world and it almost like any time that like a cringy drunk memory or something that makes me feel a lot of shame pops into my mind like that almost like I don't know it sort of makes up for it to me I'm like yeah but like look how not okay I was with that look how much that was like not who I am at my core because I was not willing to keep doing it um so I really think that like as much as when we quit drinking we feel so much more of that shame for like oh my god all the things that we did like I just think that the fact that we've made this change is such a strong and powerful statement for the fact that we just weren't willing to stand for that anymore we have freaking higher standards for ourselves for our lives for like our self-respect for how we're gonna treat ourselves for what we're gonna tolerate um all of it and to me shame just like can't coexist with that mindset of just choosing to feel so proud of who I am today and of the changes that I've made in my life um and again it does really come with time and obviously it's not about like not holding ourselves accountable for our behavior obviously if if you have a guilty conscience and you want to apologize to people if you if you really feel like um there are people who you hurt or wronged then absolutely i'm not saying c- 
completely be like, cool, I'm a new person. So like nothing I did before this matters. But I just mean like once you've kind of like come to terms with it and it, you know, obviously making amends is one of the 12 steps um, for a reason. I think that there absolutely is something to be said for taking accountability and, you know, giving apologies where they're necessary. But like we don't do ourselves any favors beyond that by continuing to beat ourselves up and like and inflicting so much shame and guilt on ourselves for something that's in the past and that we're working so hard to like not keep repeating those same mistakes like when I was drinking I actively felt so much shame because I was doing things I was embarrassed about and then continuing to keep doing the same thing so I felt shame because like the things I had done still reflected like the person that I was because I was still behaving that way if that makes sense whereas now I'm so separated from it so I really do think as much as alcohol you know makes us act in ways that we never would sober makes us do and say things that we regret makes us maybe hurt the people in our lives that we care about sometimes makes us hurt ourselves I think that once we get sober all the steps that we take I mean just every sober day we get under our belt in general but just how much it changes our lives for the better it's all just like building blocks like building ourselves back up our self-esteem how like our our level of self-love and how we feel about ourselves um so if you're in those early days be so easy on yourself because you're just in that process of like recreating yourself and one day you are going to feel really 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 proud of the person that you are now and it's okay if you're not there yet but you're in the process and like it's so much better even it's so much better even if you're in the early days and feeling shame it's so much better to be feeling shame in early sobriety than to be feeling shame in active drinking because then you're just perpetuating it Um, at least now you're you're making a change and you're working towards becoming a person that you're gonna feel so good about um I want to leave off on a quote because that's (laughs) I'm just I'm just all about the quotes in this episode but I love 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 this quote it's by Byron Katie she says isn't the past kind it's always over and I love that because it's so easy to just be like in the present moment walking down the street driving in our car laying in bed and reminisce on like a really bad time in our lives and feel like you know sad about a sad memory or feel shame about something we did um and I love that kind of reframe of like how kind is the past for the fact that it's always over like right now in this moment everything's okay I'm only living through it again by going there in my mind but in reality it's over and I never have to do it again I never have to experience that again Um, And I think that's a really, really happy thought. So everything that maybe makes you struggle with shame in this moment right now, the happiest thought in sobriety is knowing that we never have to put ourselves through that again. Um, I'm super, super, super proud of everyone who's here, of everyone who's even just reevaluating their relationship with alcohol or reexamining it. Um, So if you're listening to this, you're so, so amazing for being here and keep going. And it just, it just keeps getting better. It really does.
Thank you so, so much for listening this week. I hope this was helpful. I feel like this topic warrants a part two, maybe with my mom. I feel like that would be a great combo to have to have with her. Um, she would have so many probably insights. I'm going to call her after this. Maybe that'll, that'll be the next episode soon. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, remember that new episodes come out every Tuesday, um, but hit the follow button to subscribe so that you never miss an episode episode uh rate review i would appreciate you forever for it it helps out so much um follow me on instagram at happiest sober and at happiest sober podcast subscribe to my newsletter at happiestsober.com and don't forget that my sober trip to spain is still available to book um head to the link in my bio on instagram to check out the itinerary and to reserve your spot i would love to have you i'm so excited for it have the best week everyone remember that life's happiest when you're sober bye oh hey it's Erin and I'm Michaela and we're the hosts of the two sober girls podcast and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety forget the rosé all day cliche sobriety is flipping amazing absolutely it's not just about quitting the drink it's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty. Feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us, they have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.